the Orpheus and all the early teachers that are outside out there now here together to listen to the episode of the dismemberment of Orpheus. Welcome everyone, we are gathered here on Soundbricks Radio and we are going to have another time, another quality time if you allow me, hoping that it was gonna really be quality, but it will be the best that we can get. And so we have started with the i like always to remember uh, the song by the Arcade Fire, it's never over. Uh, the, love from, the love that I have for the Arcade Fire started with this program. I started to be in love with them when I started being Orpheus. And so now we are all here, we are the Orpheus and the Euridiches. We are all looking for our partner, perhaps our other half, as uh, it is often refer to, and maybe the other half for the moment can be only the other ear, um, one ear for a voice, for a voice to land, and this is precisely what the radio does. And so let's play with this uh, theme, let's play with this opportunity, and uh, the theme that we are going to play with this uh, episode is actually time. And so before having to develop it further, let's listen from the Texas Midnight Runner the question that they ask to us.
is a straightforward question that the Dexys Midnight Runner are asking to us. Would you please tell me when my light turns green? Now, what is this light? What is this green light? And above all, what color does it have now that is not red yet? Considering that perhaps they were talking about street lights, well, it's just the green light to go through, uh, get over the red and go forward. This is something that, in a way, we are always wondering about. When is that my light is finally green? We see around us the thing, the colors of the things, and it doesn't have the, the color. It doesn't have to be the color telling us you cannot go through. Well, the leaf, uh, a leaf is green, but uh, it doesn't have to tell us how to go through the leaf. We uh, we will never get into the tree beyond the leaf. But at the same time, we are wondering where is the other green that will allow me to get to know the tree, to get to know the leaf, to get to know the things beyond as how I see them. Perhaps the green light that the Dexys Midnight Runner are asking us is actually a metaphysical light. Why not? The thing of knowledge, the thing of be being beyond the bodies. Uh, as you know, at the dismemberment of our views, nobody has a body. We are all a dismembered body. We are all together just connected by the voice, in listening to each other, in listening to these vibrations that come through the microscope, microphone. <laughs> through the microphone, why not? Uh, the, there is the microscoping of the sound. And even just in listening then through your earplugs, you are somehow studying those things that people study through the microscope, the biology of movement, the biology of emotion. So, luckily enough, we have saved that mistake that still is a way to be connected to it is a way to think well when is that my light will turn green when is that uh, that mistake will turn out into something that i can do with that i can go forward there is not a stop is not a, it was a mistake well i have been really lucky after all well then now is another time for people singing and so I'm glad to host again Crosby, Steele and Nash, that they have been here before, but they will be here again. So after all, what's the point of presenting them? Just listen. And it appears to be a love for yes, 
Crosby, Still, Nash just said, just said to us, and uh, as we are about to talk of time, to talk about the time, we have to treat the thing in the way that every Orpheus uh, is, uh, will do. Every Orpheus will treat the time in a way that is not the way that the normal other, other characters from other stories will deal with this theme. In order to be or fear about time, we have to dismember time. And so we have to consider that there are two types of time. There is the time that is chronos, the chronology, the time the science somehow is studying, is the time, the order time, every moment that follows another. And so Crosby, Still, Nash, that have just left, have given us the idea that long time gone, because the memories are somehow an element of chronos. We remember things that have happened, we remember things that have gone, we carry them with us, but what we have realized is that every moment is following the other, so that uh, there is a linearity of time. But then there is another time, the time of Kairos. Uh, time of Kairos is the time of the hero, is actually the time that doesn't allow predictability, doesn't allow to see that there is a moment following the other. There is every moment that is just the blindness drive, the blind drive to go towards something. And this towards something is actually the metaphysical moment that I was talking about before in the confusion speech about the green light. Because we have something around us, there is the chronos, every moment follows the other, but we capture from that the desire to go towards something, and that something is not yet there. Can we, see, can we say that, is, that will come? No, we have to do something. Anyway, we will go back to that, of course, also because it's just the beginning. And now listen to Warren Zero and what is his theory. So much to do, there's plenty on the farm. I'll sleep when I'm dead. I 
Sleep When I'm Dead. This is a song by Warren Zevon. And what is interesting about this song, what I would like you to think about, is that this is a sort of anthem. This is a, a message that Warren Zevon wants us to get clear. But uh, we can also think that this song might have been sung by Macbeth, by all the heroes in the Iliad, in the Iliad, in the Odyssey, that they were going toward their fate, that they were facing their possibilities and they were going toward what? Perhaps the time in which finally they get to sleep because they die. Think about Macbeth, Macbeth, uh, the tragedy by Shakespeare. Is a, a Macbeth is a hero that doesn't want to get the things that he might have easily. He wants to have something that uh, will last forever and the thing that might last forever is actually his death. Macbeth is frightened that uh, he will get all the things like uh, glory, that he will get uh, the um, his kingdom, that he wants always more, because eventually the things that he has are things that uh, he will finally lose, he will get bored, maybe boredom is actually one of the elements that uh, drive us toward, toward doing that something that cannot, that cannot be repeated, and death has always been one of the things that we flirted with, we desired of not being caught in repetition. So Warren Zevon is giving voice to Kairos, is giving voice to that desire, that drive to have to reach for that moment, in this case of sleep, but also death, that uh, this sort of metonymy, this sort of relationship that the two bring us together. So there is uh, always the idea that when we sleep, we die, but at the same time, we're even saying, I don't want to sleep, the sleep of Kronos, the sleep of uh, I wake up in the morning. I want to get to that sleep in which I won't wake up anymore, because there are so many things to do and I want to do them all. And uh, this is the time of the year, this is absolutely the time that will get us to the moment of saying, yes, we have done it, we have done it, but we are not there to say we have done it anymore, because, because, yes, because we go to the next song, and this is by the editors. Everything else 
These were the editors the song was, uh, When Anger Shows. What is uh, the point of having this uh, song here? Because as we were talking with Macbeth, as we were talking with the hero from the Greek tragedies, what we have there is actually a moment in which anger has been shown. Anger was there and those heroes have been driven by anger, by doing something with it. They think about Achilles, when his best friend has been killed. He, he goes berserk. Berserk is a... An interesting term, somehow. And what happens is that they use the anger, they move it, and what happens with that anger is that the plot is driven forward. Now, it's interesting because uh, the plot is no more the plot of the hero. The hero, as I told you before, the hero actually dies, the hero gets to the end, but the hero is the essential element to drive the plot toward another understanding. And this can be actually the thing that the writer was working about, not much that we can identify with Macbeth. But the point is that when Macbeth does his agency, when Macbeth reaches the point of not being able to cope with his obsession, to drive those obsessions to, to the point of close around him, then what is left? We know precisely the tragedy ends with the death of the characters, and yet we love reading tragedies. We love reading the struggle of Macbeth. Tomorrow, tomorrow creeps in pity pales to the last syllable of recording time, and all our yesterdays alighted full the way to dusty death. This is from Macbeth, and as the monologue in which life is but a walking shadow, a poor player, the craft and threats is our upon a stage, and then it's heard no more. So life is a player, and Macbeth is playing with that. He knows that he wants to have something, and he knows that he will disappear. He knows that he's not going to do anything with that. And this is the time of the year. This is the Kairos. The Kairos, the struggle that, that we have around, and we want to do something. What I want to point out, what I want to, to make clear, is that the distinction between Kronos and Kairos is perhaps not that straightforward. We are not desiring to reach the moment in which the moment when we sleep, finally, as Warren Zevon, because we are dead. No, we actually want to be there when the glory is. But when we have that moment of glory, we also realize that the glory is slowly fading away. We are not doing with that glory as much as we wanted, as we hoped we could do. And this is the element of Kronos, the Kronos that slowly eats things away, and this is the moment also in which we have another Kairos, another, well, that glory is gone, I will do something else, or, as the replacement are saying, I will dare.
were the replacements with the song I Will Dare. I Will Dare is an interesting idea and it reminded me of one of my favorite friends, of my, of my best friends, T.S. Eliot. T.S. Eliot is uh, precisely the opposite of Kairos somehow, not because he's not aware of Kairos, but he is too much conscious of the fact that Kairos is not possible in modernity. So we just have to take the love song from J.P. Prufrock and uh, we have the, this passage in which he wonders, do I dare, do I dare to turn back and descend the stairs with a bald spot in the middle of my hair? So this is to turn back, this is a simple movement and yet he is aware that if he does it, he will show that he is bold. And this is something would Macbeth think about it? Macbeth will completely will go down the stair, will cut the head, chop off the heads of everyone who is looking at his back. Don't dare to do that. I will dare to go wherever I want. Eliot is aware that it's not possible. And then there is another passage that is even more powerful. Do I dare disturb the universe? In a minute there is time for decisions and revisions which a minute will reverse. This is a, a hero. This is the love song of Prufrock ends with I'm not Prince Hamlet. Hamlet is another character by Shakespeare in which that he is aware of the Kairos. He, he wants to go, he wants to re, to have revenge upon his father, upon his dead father, and uh, he wants to be sure about that, and he wants to get to the end, knowing that that will perhaps end. But why will it end his life? Because the, the character that is Hamlet cannot think about anything else. Um, there is another element from literature that is the monomaniac. Monomaniac is a character like Hakab and Moby Dick. These are characters that we are fascinated by, because are characters that cannot think about anything else. When the moment of the revenge for Hamlet is actually the moment in which the character doesn't have anything else to talk about. This is perhaps the reason why we are in love with them, because those are characters that really stick to the point. They never end that. But Thiazelius is actually reminding us that he's not like that. We might be crazy about the whale, about Moby Dick, but when we reach Moby Dick, we are left still with something. We might be struggling for a love, for something that we want to get to. But when we do it, well, there is, a, uh, there is to disturb the universe. Do we dare? In a moment there is time for decisions, decisions and revisions which a minute will reverse. Eliot is really aware of that. And so we have an anti-hero. We have the modernity that knows about those heroes, that is in love with those heroes but also knows that we cannot get as far as they did. Let me go on, like I blister in the sun. Let me go on. 
let me go out like a blister in the sun. These were the violent femmes. I play at them because there is an interesting analogy after all. Uh, before, several songs ago, I referred to berserk, to going berserk. Berserk is a term from the Norwegian mythology that refers to a hero that bears bare skin. To go berserk is actually to bear the skin of these uh, element of natural um, power that the hero has managed to subdue. And so to bear that skin is to show that one was as crazy as that animal. There is a, a symbiosis, symbiosis, there is a relationship between the two, a strict connection, because uh, the bear is the power of nature, the bear is uh, the craziness of nature, the unpredictability of the elements outside, but the hero that manages to kill it and to bear the skin somehow goes as crazy as the animal. It proves, the hero proves his power, his strength, by becoming the animals. So Berserk is a really interesting, interesting word. It can also be a comic if you like it. I used it to read Berserk. I loved that when I was a child. Well, considering that I don't have the body anymore, I might still be a child. My body is not getting old. Only the voice, perhaps, will change and changes not in relationship with my body, but in relationship with my feelings. Because to talk about Kairos, we get to a point that there is, in my opinion, the crucial point. Is there still any Kairos in our life? My point is that yes, there is. My point is that uh, the relation that uh, Elliot was uh, showing out, that Kairos is almost impossible, is to say that Kairos is something that we feel every time, but we know that we cannot take it as long as we want. We cannot take it till the end. We, have, we, we will be stopped in following our Kairos. We have plans, plans that have long-term, long, we have, we need career, we need to find a partner and we need to keep that partner. Think about a romantic tragedy, the romantic hero. The romantic hero is not a rom an hero that is thinking about keeping a partner. This is something that uh, we, we rejected as, that idea of the hero precisely because, because it doesn't fit with what? Well, Marx, uh, Marx might be coming here, we say, because this is not a bourgeoisie value. Uh, what is a bourgeoisie value? Well, now we, we hear it from, from the original. Shades of 
this is what this was a great song the rhythmics when tomorrow comes is a great song i'm not saying anything against it what i want to point out is that uh, there is an element of the bourgeoisie mentality that after marx became one of those major target of philosophers especially during the 60s this idea of uh, collecting money this capitalist uh, eco-thinking, economic thinking somehow of uh, piling up money, of being able to count on that. So when tomorrow comes is in a way an expression for, well, there will be a better time. This is not something that Macbeth would think. This is not something that Hamlet cared about. Achilles, Agamemnon, they will, well, they will react pretty badly. They will go berserk because Tomorrow comes, who cares about tomorrow? There might be tomorrows on my way, but just because there is one single day that I am going to the end of, I'm going to my dawn, I'm going to reach my sunset, that I don't care how many times the sun will rise, will settle down, there is only one sun that I'm following, as the time of my glory, the time of my being a hero. This is not, surprisingly, perhaps, this is not even what the writers wanted to talk about. The main theme is actually that there is something that follows them, that, uh, that follows the, the death of the hero. There is still the cry, of course, Shakespeare didn't focus much on that, not at least in the two major, in Macbeth and Hamlet, but maybe in the Winter's Tale. In others, there is a little bit of focus on that, how to go through, how to go after the moment of tragedy. But the point remains, there is a tomorrow that comes. And uh, with the bourgeoisie mentality that somehow we have nowadays, we are more focused on that. But my idea is that uh, society nowadays is uh, intermingling the two elements. Because we have not done without, we, ha, we are not without Kairos. Think about the advertisements that we see daily in the street, on the radio, we hear on the radio, but yeah, when we hear, we see something, visions, or on the television. What is happening is that we are invited to go toward a Kairos. There is a, there is a, the moment of not being what we should be. We have to desire to be better. And to go toward that betterness is actually the kairos that we deal with daily. And so an advertisement might tell us some other time and we listen to the band X telling that. was the band 
x with uh, some other time. Some other time is another element of surprise that uh, we, we, will not, we, we will not think about it. If, if we could, but we have to. We have to because things cannot be, cannot be ended in the way that uh, we wanted them to be. This is um, an interesting mentality if we think about it. Now, consider one of the main points in uh, my program, in our program, is is love, you know, that we are always, uh, I, I say, I talk about all the Orpheus that are looking for their Eurydiches, and also for those Eurydiches that are maybe trying to be found or trying to hide. This is an interesting element to consider. I'm not going to let myself carried away by that, but I am on the point of doing that. Uh, what um, I want to say is that love is a uh, is an element that cannot be considered Kronos. Uh, it, love must be Kairos, but at the same time is a Kairos that uh, can never be fulfilled. Do we get to have that fulfillment that was the drive that made us move toward that partner, toward that Eurydice, that Orpheus? Well, in a way, we never do it. We always uh, reach a moment of uh, connection, a moment of understanding, but that moment opens up to other moments, other chronos, other elements that have to be dealt with. But at the same time, they break all the connection that was there. Uh, think about nowadays, perhaps we consider sex intercourse as the moment of of, of the moment of matching in which two bodies are the same, but that the moment is over. That blindness, that madness that was the Kairos to get to the moment of uh, reaches the orgasm and then is uh, the quietness. Have you seen the movie The Graduate? The movie The Graduate is a moment of Kairos in which the protagonist is looking for the partner, but then when he reaches the partner, when he takes her from her wedding, well, the two of them are on the bus realizing that they don't know what to talk about. So love is Kairos. Love is the blindness to reach for that partner, to be close to it, to be almost the partner, to be one. And then to realize that there are things that will consume the, the connection, will consume the body that has just been created. So feelings are drives, are Kairos that eventually are consumed by Kronos. Think about the marriage. The marriage is an element to guarantee that the Kairos will disappear. There will not be love anymore, but there will be still something that can be accounted for, that can be considered for tomorrow. And now is the moment of having our arcade firebreak. So, ready to start.
song by the Archive Fire ready to start is the best way for me to sum up what we have been talking about for the last hour. Because there is the businessman, the businessman that is drinking the blood of the singer, there is drinking our blood, the blood of people who are capable of love, of loving, or at least they think of that. At the same time, there is is ready to start because this is a song about getting over. The Arcade Fire talk a lot about getting over a broken relationship. There is the protagonist, there is our partner that is asking us to befriend and the singer says, if I, if I was scared, I would. If I, uh, but if I was yours, I would, but I'm not and now I'm ready to start. This is the thing that I was saying about Kronos and Kairos. Kairos will always be something that we are dreaming to work on. We are dreaming to have something to do for that. We, Kairos is something that we will never reach. That's why Ready to Start is somehow a great song, because it says what has just ended, the relationship. And at the same time, it doesn't say what is open. It doesn't say that he is going to, I will create my life, I will do things without you. No, it says, you are knocking at my door, but I'm not going out with you. What am I going to do? I don't know. This is the element. This is, remember the first song that we had, would, would you please, please tell me when my light turns green? Because the green light is something that we will always dream to have afterward. We see around us the blocks, we see around us the red lights, the things that we cannot have, things that we have lost, and we dream that green light. We are always ready to start, we, always, we are always eaten by Kronos. Kronos ate his children, and Kronos is the time that is eating us, but there is our Kairos, the Kairos of dreaming about a moment that won't be repeated, a moment in which we reach that glory, that unity, that every time we dream about in a different way. So, this has been a long summary. I'm, I hope that something will remain. If not, we just have to listen to my voice again. I will be ready again to sing all the voices that we have heard during this time together. And so now, let us go with The Lucky Man by Emerson Lake and Partner. Pair up the thing that we can do. had white horses and ladies by the score All dressed in satin and waiting by the door Ooh, what a lucky man They made up his bed A gold-covered mattress On which he was led Blood ran 
too soon.